Christ told you remember me what I did for you and when you partake of it this is my body and my blood given for you now there is a miraculous power at work in this if you believe that what you are taking is though it is going to be grape juice and bread but if you believe that the moment it goes into your mouth and into your system it transforms into the precious blood of Jesus and the flesh of Jesus because there is power in in his body and his blood and when you take those of you who are baptized in water you are you are requested to join us you may join us in this the god we are worshiping is a miraculous working god he does miracles amen today if you are in any need if you are in any pain any problem do you believe what you are doing now the blood of jesus the body of jesus brings healing and power into your body right now if you really believe if you really believe because he is the living god He is the living God. If there's anyone who has not received, can you put up your hand? 
And you want to have it? Okay. Let us focus on Jesus. 2,000 years ago, He came. He came to this earth, the Son of God. He came to set us free, redeem us, and give us life. Till today, He's at work. Till today, He's doing miracles for every believer. Amen. Hallelujah. God is great. God is it. I do not know how you feel, but I know the presence of God is moving in this place. There's a beautiful presence of the living God all around us. When the glory of God fills His temple, the presence of God moves mightily. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, on the night He was betrayed, He took bread, gave thanks, broke it and gave it to His disciples and said, Eat of it, all of you, for this is my body given for you. Let us all eat of it. And in like manner, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood shed for the forgiveness of your sins. Let us all drink of it. the body and the blood of Jesus Christ. Till today, there is power in the body and blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us close our eyes because the Holy Spirit is moving in a very mighty way. Heavenly Father, we ask of you, O Lord, to meet the needs of your children today, whatever the needs are, Lord. Your word says, call unto me and I will answer. And we pray today, O Lord, the deep down cry of the heart of the persons here, of your children here, Lord. The cry of need, O Lord. The cry of pain, O Lord. And we ask of you to meet everyone who cries to you, O Lord. Because even today, you are the God of love. And you love every one of us, O Lord. We want to thank you, Father. We want to thank you. And we commit every one of us into your hands, O Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. The Lord is here. Amen. Now you must believe in, in Christianity, there's always this thing. If you do not receive the God of the word of God with faith, then it's useless. You must believe when the word of God is given to you and when you mix it with faith, then it becomes powerful. Then it becomes powerful. That's what Jesus always says. Before he does a miracle, do you believe that I can do? And when when the person says, yes, I believe, then the miracle is on. Amen? Today, what I want to share with you is, we all come to church. We are Christians. Some, some of us, 15 years, 20 years, some are new. What is the reason? Why? Why? What is it? We are coming to serve the living God. And if your God is real, if your God is real, then you must be different from the person who does not know Jesus Christ. You must be different. 
And the difference is, you must know that the God who created you is alive and is able to help you. And that is what today I want to say, I want to share with you, believe that God the Holy Spirit is in you. Believe that God the Holy Spirit is in you. My message is a simple message, but please listen because as I speak, God the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you in your heart according to your need. Let us read John chapter 14, verses 16 and 17. 14, 16 and 17. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. Yes. You know, Jesus Christ is referring to God the Holy Spirit as parakletos. The Greek word is parakletos. Now, parakletos means, you see, it means helper, counselor, intercessor, comforter, and encourager. You see, I want to repeat again. Helper, you need help, he helps you. You need counseling, he counsels you. You need somebody to pray together with you. He prays together with you and he intercedes for you. He's a comforter. You need comfort? Like what I told some time ago. Remember some time ago I told if, if there is somebody, you know, in deep sadness, deep depression of sadness, no matter what, how many words, beautiful words you can speak, no matter how much of Hugging and embracing you do. It's of no use because, because the mourning or the sadness is inside, not outside. It's inside. And who can touch the inside? Only the person who can go inside. And that is God, the Holy Spirit, who according to the word of God is living in you. But if you believe that is in you, and when we counsel people who are Christians and say, when there's a loss, somebody has died, you know, nobody can comfort the person. But when we go and say, you know, Jesus Christ is here and God the Holy Spirit is comforting and, and strengthening you now. And as we pray and as we lead the person, do you know, really the person is comforted because my words are outside. But God the Holy Spirit goes inside. We all need comfort inside. We all need strength inside. We all need help inside. Now this is why we read just now, Jesus said, I'll ask the Father to send another comforter, another counselor, who will be with you. I want you all to read, see what is that. With you and in you. In you. In you. Now everyone must understand God the Holy Spirit wants to be in you. He wants to be in you. I want to read why he wants to be in you is in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 16. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 16. Can we read? Don't you realize that all of you together are the temple of God and the Spirit of God lives in you? Yes. You are the temple of God. 
tell you, this church is not, this building is not the place where the Lord dwells in. He does not dwell with buildings made by man. No. His temple, where is his temple? We come together, it's a building for us to come together. This, you know, we, so where is the actual temple of the living God? The body which he made, not we made. We make this. The body which he made, that is your body and my body, that is the temple of God. Don't you know that your body is the temple of God? And he is living in you. Now this is a fact. This is the truth. And it's very sad sometimes. It's very sad that, you know, Christians, Christians actually, in the Old Testament, I mean the New Testament, in the beginning, in the beginning, if you see, they followed this, they believed in this, they believed God, the Holy Spirit is in me. And the church was strengthened regularly. That means the Christians in the church were strengthened. Acts chapter 9, verse 31. Acts chapter 9, verse 31. The church then had peace throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria. And it became stronger as the believers lived in the fear of the Lord. And with the encouragement of the Holy Spirit, it also grew in numbers. Encouragement of the Holy Spirit. How? From the outside? No, from the inside. He was inside them encouraging the people, the Christians in the church. And they were growing in strength and seeing the mighty miracles of Jesus Christ. So you see, that was the early church. But the church evolved or transformed, became very, you know, you can say, more worldly. Today, God wants every one of us to come back and say, I want to be how, the, how God moved in the New Testament church, in the early church. That is what every church has to seek now, and every church, many churches are seeking that now. No more of other things. Every believer has to put God first. Because every believer now, every Christian is having problems. Every Christian and non-Christians are having problems. And the answer is in Jesus. And how Jesus answers them is through God the Holy Spirit. He sends God the Holy Spirit to be with us because the Creator God created your body to be His temple. So He doesn't dwell in this building. He dwells in this building. He dwells in this. So we see here, uh, the early church was strengthened and encouraged by God the Holy Spirit because they believed and they knew that the Holy Spirit was living in them. But, you know, it's amazing today, many Christians believe and obey the doctor more than Jesus. I'm giving an example. You know. If the doctor says you have a tumor inside your body, and you must operate. They believe. And they go for the operation. Isn't it? I'm not saying no. I, I'm not saying don't do that. I'm not saying die by your feet. No. I'm not telling that. <laughs> you have faith to believe the healing takes place. Yes. What I'm saying is this. Jesus Christ said, the doctor says you have a tumor inside your body. 
Jesus Christ says, you have got the Holy Spirit inside you. Which becomes more effective in life, what the doctor says. Because what Jesus said, we just take it, oh yes, take it lightly. But if at all we do take it seriously, situation is different. Do you know your problem is over? Do you know the moment you say yes, just like how if the doctor says I have, you have a growth inside you, you have to go and operate, we take action immediately. In the same way, when we believe what the Lord says, that God the Holy Spirit is in you, then I must realize, oh, he's in me, that means he can help me. I do not have to run. You know, Kenneth Hagin wrote, many Christians run around for help like little chicken. Not knowing that God the Holy Spirit is, is inside them. So you see, we must be able to now bring that faith inside and say, my helper is inside me and I do not have to run anywhere. I have to now seek him. I have to now seek him. So if you believe today, I want to tell you, if you believe that there is a sickness inside your body, yes, that is right, the doctor is right to say that you have a sickness inside your body. I'm not questioning, okay, the diagnosis of the doctor, no. Because they've learned and they're telling, they're telling you. But you must understand we are worshipping a God who is very great. As I tell, as I've been telling you sometimes, God is the one who created everything the heavens, the earth, and the laws governing all the bodies here. Now there are laws governing this earth. Okay, there are laws. God allows the laws of sickness also to be there. They go according to the laws, okay? And that is why the law of gravity does not allow a man to walk on water. But, but Jesus walked on water to say that he operates on a higher law. Listen very carefully, yeah? We operate on the law of creation. But, he, but when he intervenes, he operates on a higher law. You know why I'm telling this? Because we always think, oh, I'm going to die. Oh, this, this thing is going to happen to me. Or that thing is going to happen to me. Because we think in a natural law, with the natural law. But today I want to tell you, if you believe in Jesus and you believe in the working of God, the Holy Spirit, Jesus walked on water to show I am God who comes on a higher law. Cancelling the other law. Because that is his law. The law of creation, he can cancel, he can come. Because he, he is the creator God, he can operate on a higher law. If your body has got something inside you, and you think that you are sick, do you know the Lord operates on a higher law to even revive the dead? Ah, You know? The word of God says, he's dead. Lazarus is dead. But he comes on a higher law. And he says, Lazarus, come out. He called Lazarus. He didn't say, just come out because all of them would have come out. <laughs> isn't it? He said, Lazarus, because only he called Lazarus. He called my name Lazarus, isn't it? So Lazarus came out because he's God who operated or operates on a higher law. Today, I want to ask every one of you, in your heart. Can you now change? Change the mindset which we have. 
It is actually the mindset. The mindset must be changed because we are all, you see, we have got teaching, you know, you can say Western teaching. Okay? Now in that, not much of faith is applied. Everything is proving and, you know, reason and this and that. Now we have to now change our mindset to apply faith. Faith. Let faith come and say, Lord, I believe. I know it is impossible to walk on water, but the Bible says Jesus Christ walked on water. I believe. The Bible says Jesus Christ walked on water. I believe. And in the same way I believe that nothing can happen to me. I, tell you, I, I can tell you, my, my heart was damaged by rheumatic fever. But while was damaged, the doctor said, my father was so thick in the GH. I was 15 years old. He said, oh, you, you cannot walk, you cannot uh, play games, you cannot, you know, you cannot exert yourself and all those things. And he told me to totally, that is, until the end of my life, I must be on medication. Because the valve was not able, it was scarred, they said. I do not know, these are all their terms. Scarred and irregular palpitation. Flutter. So when I put my shirt, it flutter like that. I'll breathe like that. I'll breathe like that. And no healing. No. I do not know how many of you, during the time, you know, knew uh, the doctors at that time. Uh, one of the doctors, who, the doctor who was taking care of me was Dr. Dato, Dr. Abraham at that time. So you see, it was true. And then later, God healed me. When God healed me, I was sent because when the bishop took me to serve, he sent me to UH for a checkup and I was sent to uh, Dato Menon. Uh, uh, no, no, what? Uh, Dato, what? Uh, Professor Kanan. To him. I went there to, you know, Professor Kanan, I went there. And he turned me this side and that side and that side and this side. And finally he said, Yes, there's a leakage, but it's nothing. You can still live a normal life. He said, What I'm saying there today is scar tissues cannot be healed, they said. But today, I am healed. I'm 70 years old. I am healed. I went to the doctor two years ago because I had to climb up my, to my room and I had knee problem. I couldn't, I was having a lot of pain. He said, Pastor, don't you know you're old? Uh? I said, hey, yeah, I know I'm old. But I, I'm serving a living God. And today I want to tell you, uh, I have the pain. I walk with the pain. I climb to the pain. And to say, the Lord, the God who lives in me is greater. And today, I want to tell you, I'm enjoying good health. because, Of course, I have. I have this problem of diabetes. Yes. I don't want to hide anything from you all. Okay? But it's uh, under control. I'm on medication. You see, now the thing is, that's not the thing. I'm praying for healing even for that. But what I want to tell you is, you must have the joy of life. You must have the peace in life. Joy and peace comes from God. You cannot buy. You cannot buy joy and peace. Maybe you can buy joy and peace little outside in the bar or in, you know, in, you know, somewhere out there when they say something, you, you know, want to go and see a movie a little, you can. But true joy and peace comes from where? 
the living God. Living God. That is what I want to tell you all today. The first thing is, being a Christian is not another religion. Christianity is a relationship. A relationship with a living God. And if you do not have any power from God, then I would say, examine your life, your Christian life. Because you need to have power in the name of Jesus. Amen? So when, when people say this and that, you see, sometimes some people say, you know, there's an evil spirit inside me and bothering me. Now, if you can believe that the evil spirit is inside you, why don't you believe what Jesus said? There's God, the Holy Spirit is inside you. And if God, the Holy Spirit is inside you, can the evil spirit live inside you? Cannot. Cannot. So it's the mindset. Change the mindset. It's very, very important. So the Holy Spirit is inside you. It's very, very important. Amen? If you want God, the Holy Spirit, to empower you, believe that He is in you first. Believe that He is in you. And when you believe that He is in you, then you will feel the power, the empowering of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Eh? Acts chapter 1 verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Yes, you will receive power. You'll be empowered, empowered in your life. What is the empowering? empowering? The empowering is to say, look here, I'm living a life of peace and joy, good health. That is the main, you can say, testimony which we can give to the others. They can look at you and ask, hey, I'm going through this problem, what about you? No, I don't have any of that. Why? Because the God who's in me takes care of me. That's very simple. That's a very, you know, that is what. But another thing now, you see, listen very carefully. Yeah? I, want to, I want you to listen. Many Christians think that God, the Holy Spirit, is no more with them because they seek the feeling of the outward experience which they had when the Holy Spirit first filled them. The outward experience. Don't be offended. I want to, I want to just tell you certain of the things. Sometimes the outward, uh, you know, experiences, sometimes like, like shaking of the hands, okay, that feeling of ecstasy, okay, those are real, okay, but let me continue, let me continue, the, the shaking of hands, the feeling of ecstasy, all, yes, they are real because God, the Holy Spirit, gives us that, and if you, if you are led by that, continue, but it won't be for long because there's a time where the whole thing changes. If you do not have it, do not worry. Because God, the Holy Spirit, is taking you into another level. Into another level. So you must be able to understand that. Another level. Now, from an external experience into an internal experience. From an external experience into an internal experience. Listen very carefully here. Yeah? The most important external experience is worship. That's what I would like to ask everyone here. When you come, please open your mouth and worship. 
Don't tell me I'm worshipping in my heart. Then what is the mouth doing? You see, we, we must understand why God gave us a mouth. Okay. Do you know that your mouth is a musical instrument? Your mouth is a musical instrument. Lord, make me an instrument, an instrument of worship. I lift up my hands in your name. You see, this is mouth. My mouth is an instrument of worship. Because I hear sometimes people telling how, how I love if I can play guitar, I can play piano or this. I, I will do that and sing to the Lord. You know, I'm, uh, I'm handicapped. I don't have. I said, no. You have the best instrument. You may think that you're singing like a crow, but don't worry. God will make it like a nightingale if you believe and you pray and you sing. Yes, you must know. I've heard many crows, but they became nightingales. You know that or not? But the thing, you see, you must understand. First thing, you must believe that the God who's inside you is able to change you. Amen? Amen? So that is what your first duty is to serve God. Why did God give us this mouth? It is actually to worship Him and to praise Him. In Psalm, Psalms 150, verses 3 to 6, can we read? Psalms 150, verses 3 to 6. Praise Him with the blast of the ram's horn. Praise Him with the lion harp. Praise Him with the tambourine and dancing. Praise Him with strings and flutes. Praise Him with the clash of cymbals. Praise Him with loud clanging cymbals. Let everything that breathes sing praises to the Lord. Praise the Lord. You see, earlier all it says, all the musical instruments, and finally the, the, the greatest and the best musical instrument, praise Him with. Can you read that, the last verse? Praise Him with. Let everything that breathes sing praises to the Lord. Sing praises to the Lord. That is the most important instrument of worship. Most important instrument of worship. So I would like to tell you, when you are coming to worship the Lord, your voice is an instrument of praise. Your voice is very important. Your voice is very important. Amen? So, sing out loud. Don't be shy of yourself. Don't be shy. You know, there, there, there is a person I know, whenever he sings, I hear two tones. I always hear two tones. I, I do not know whether you understand what I'm telling you. You see, two tones. Because when he speaks, also there are two tones. But I always tell God, you gave him two tones, though they do not blend, but never mind, let him sing. Because he was able to sing. He said, this is something uh, which we must understand. Do not be shy. Do not be afraid. Sing out the best to the master. Sing out the best to the master. Amen? So this is what I would like to ask everyone. And this is the greatest external experience of you can say, of, uh, of God's presence in you. External experience, okay? The internal experience, okay? The internal experience is the realization of God the Holy Spirit 
being inside us. The realization of God the Holy Spirit being inside us. In this internal experience, the empowerment of God the Holy Spirit will take place. Okay, when I go through, when I realize that He is with me, when I realize that He is inside me, and when I know that, and when I give Him first place, and I say, Yes, God the Holy Spirit, I want you to lead me into worshipping you and all that. And I say, welcome God the Holy Spirit, I need you, I need you to help me. That realization, okay. And when I start going into that and knowing that He is inside. You see, your mind must always know, must think and know that God the Holy Spirit is inside you at all times of the day. Then what happens is, then the empowerment takes place. Because what we are doing is, we are activating faith. Nothing happens without faith. This is a beautiful thing in, in Christianity. Everything happens. You see, huh? many of us, you can see, we fear many things. Any news, anything comes, first thing to attack us is fear. When fear comes, what happens? We run for help. We try to solve the problem by ourselves. The disciples of Jesus Christ were so happy that they were able to preach about him. And many people were turning to him. But then the Pharisees, the chief priests, the high priests called them inside and warned them, threatened them, we do not want you to speak anymore in the name of Jesus. And what was the threat? You see, a threat like that comes strongly. Definitely they would have said what they'll do. If we catch you, we can also you know, punish you. I do not know what kind of punishment they were told, but fear came into their hearts. How does fear come? I want you, I want you to understand. Huh? How is the operation of fear? A man can say, but the man cannot actually put fear inside you. You know why? When, a, when anyone talks about fear and tries to put fear into you, evil spirits of fear come and grip your heart. Evil spirits of fear come and grip your heart. I want you all to think very carefully. Suddenly, you will be joyful, you will be smiling, and suddenly the thing can grip you, and you can go into fear. So, fear came into their hearts. What they did? What do we do when fear comes into us? We run home. We go into our room. We couch or we, you know, we go uh, under something and we, you know, try to cry or say, why me? Why all this? And we go into that kind of a situation. But what did the disciples do? The disciples came together in prayer. And they told God the threats, what, this, what these people threatened them with and told to God, Acts chapter 4, verses 29 to 31. Acts 4, 29 to 31. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and the signs and wonders may be done through the name of your only servant Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place 
where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Yes, what happened? They prayed with fear, trembling and prayed with fear and said, Lord, they are threatening, they are threatening us. We have no power, but they have all the power with them. They can catch us and imprison us. They can even put us to death if they want. Lord, we do not know what to do. What happened? God, the Holy Spirit came, came into their hearts because the fear which was gripping them in the heart, God, the Holy Spirit came into their heart and gave them courage, strength, and boldness because the moment he comes inside, he removes the fear. He kicks out the spirits of fear. They have no hold upon any one of us. Because God, the Holy Spirit, is the ultimate, the almighty God. Remember, I want you all to remember this. You do not have to run to your boss. Do not have to run to the, you know, the member of parliament. You do not have to run to the specialists. You do not have to run to anyone. Or to a rich man, you do not have to run anywhere. Because the helper is in you. The helper is in you. But how do you take him? Uh, have you tied his hands by not recognizing him? But if you believe and know that he is able to help you, he has got limitless power. If you are able to believe that and say, I believe in you. God, the Holy Spirit, because Jesus Christ, I believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And I, and I know that He asked the Father to send you to be with us. And, and Jesus said, I will ask the Father to send to you another counselor, another comforter. You know what? Jesus is, was the first counselor, first comforter. Another, just like me. Now, if Jesus Christ is here, we will all be very happy and be very bold, isn't it? Because we are there, we can see him. But today, the only difference is you don't see him, you can't see him. God, the Holy Spirit is there. Do you believe? Do you believe? That's why today, miracles happen because of that. Miracles happen because of faith. Do you believe? Your problem. Many of us got problems. Do you believe? If you say, I believe, then you see that the miracle taking place in your life. The fear which was inside them was immediately removed because God the Holy Spirit was inside them. But God the Holy Spirit did not. You see, God the Holy Spirit was inside them, although fear came into them. God the Holy Spirit never anything. He was inside. He never, you know why? You know why? You see him? Because the disciples had to unlock their faith. The disciples had to, I, I can say I believe, I believe and keep my faith inside you. No, you have to unlock your faith. You have to unlock your faith. When you unlock your faith, how do you do that? You have to believe and apply. And you must say, Lord, I will not fear no matter what happens. I am willing to stand 
in the name of Jesus, even though whatever happens, I believe stand. You unlock your faith. And that is what the Lord wants every one of us to do. We have to unlock our faith. He's inside. He's inside me. I have to activate him. How? I have to say, he'll be watching me. He'll be watching. Okay, my child, I gave you my word. Where is your faith? Because you happen to believe the evil spirits more than me. If somebody says, don't go there, there's an evil spirit. Yes, I, I believe that. But if somebody says, if God, Jesus says, there's God, the Holy Spirit inside you. Yes, yes, I say that, but I really don't believe that. So today, this is what the, the thing is. Faith is to believe and apply. Faith is to believe and apply. I tell you, there are many evil spirits doing many things in your life. You may not see them. You cannot see them. Evil spirits can give, you know, even uh, sicknesses. They can give sicknesses. They can give body pains. They can do anything. They can even, uh, even try to lead to into a heart attack or anything like that. They can do. But you must allow Jesus Christ. Or you believe in Jesus and allow the Spirit of Jesus to come and to set you free. He is inside you means unlock your faith. Unlock your faith. You have to unlock your faith by how? How can we unlock faith is You've got a beautiful instrument. The instrument of worship. I am an instrument of worship. Paul and Silas in prison opened up their instrument of worship. Opened up their mouth and praised the living God. The prison doors flung open. Miracle took place because God the Holy Spirit went there. Instead of crying, instead of grumbling, let your mouth be an instrument of praise for God. And you are going to see victory in your life. Amen? Victory in your life because we are using what God has given us. Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. And if the body is a temple, where is the worship? If your body is a temple, there must be worship. Where is the worship? Worship is here. I will sing praises to the Lord anytime. Morning, noon, and evening and night. I will sing praises to the Lord because He is worthy of praise. So when I sing praises to Him, do you think an evil spirit can come and stay inside me? No. When I go into negatives, when I confess negatives, when I find fault with people, you know, when I find fault with people, when I compare people and always say that person is no good and this person is no good, when I judge people, when I, when I desire things which are not right for me, what happens? I'm opening the door for evil spirits to come inside me. But today, I want to ask you, remove that. Don't speak negatives. 
If you speak negatives to your child always, if you say, you are stupid, you are stupid, you are stupid, your child becomes stupid. You must encourage your child. You cannot say that. You must encourage your child. So what you speak is very important. So that is what we see here. Everything is by faith. Believing that God the Holy Spirit is inside. And and moment God the Holy Spirit, you believe that he's inside you, do you know you'll be very careful with your words? You won't speak things which are not right before God. I want you all to believe that. Believe. 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 And unlock your faith. Unlock your faith. They confessed. By confessing, they unlocked their faith. The disciples confessed their faith by seeing God, seeking God's help. They called and said, God, give us boldness. Stretch out your hand and do miracles in the name of Jesus. These are all faith building words. They kept on talking like that. And what happened? God was there. God, the Holy Spirit. And God, the Holy Spirit, filled them with power. And the evil spirits of fear fled in the name of Jesus. After that, they preached with boldness, says the word of God. You know, we cannot live in this world alone. We need God, the Holy Spirit, to live in us. And this is what I would like to ask everyone here. Every morning when you get up, remind yourself, God, the Holy Spirit, is with me. Benny Hinn said, early morning, I think, I think it's Benny Hinn, he said, early morning he gets up and he, and he says, good morning, Holy Spirit. You know why he said that? Because... He reminds himself. Cho Yong Yi said that in his meeting with the other pastors, he'll have one chair empty. You know why? That is for God, the Holy Spirit. You know, all this is what you know. To recognize God, the Holy Spirit. We have to recognize God, the Holy Spirit. So today, If you believe that God, the Holy Spirit, is in you, you will not fear the problems and threats of daily life. Let me tell you, every day you will have problems trying to remove your peace and your joy and giving you fear, giving you anger. When God, the Holy Spirit, is inside you, and when you unlock Him and believe, the supernatural power of God, the Holy Spirit, will strengthen and give you boldness. Give you boldness to live in this world. You will not fear the terrors of the night, nor the wickedness of the day. You will never fear because God is with you. And I would like to call my wife here to come up here and to give a case study or a testimony what happened how you see whatever we share we share from our personal experience praise the lord church hallelujah first let us give a big hand for jesus thank you jesus this is a testimony and also kesabana. Are you all ready? Fasten your safety belts. Hallelujah. 
First, I'll just read a verse. And with that comes the testimony. John 14, verse 17. I think Pastor read that earlier. The Spirit of Truth, that is God the Holy Spirit. The world cannot accept Him, because it neither sees Him nor knows Him. But you know Him, for He lives with you and will be in you. Hallelujah. Another hand for God the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I've given the title for this Kesabana Encounter with Ma Rampet. For those who do not know Bahasa Malaysia, it's actually an encounter with the robbers. All right. This happened a few years ago in Taman Billion, Cheras. Many billion things happened in Cheras. Okay. A group of us, sisters, Mary, Cecilia, Patima, Victoria, Savinda, and myself. We were on our way to a retreat, women's retreat. And we had to meet the bus at Taman Bilian. That was the bus point. And as usual, we are very punctual people. So we are all there by 7 o'clock in the morning. Happy, laughing, as what just now Pastor said. Very, very happy. Because going for a retreat, no need housework. <laughs> so we waited. We got all our bags down and we were waiting. No one was around. Still very happy, laughing. And uh, anyway, the names that I mentioned, Sister Mary, uh, Cecilia, Patima, Victoria, they're all here. Okay. So we were, we took down our bags and we were waiting. And then comes the encounter. This group of guys, I think four of them, they just came. You know, they just came and all with their, you know, I, I, oh, their parangs, uh, the knives that they have. I've never seen that. All long, long ones, you know. Maybe the IAS have that, you know, where they can just, you know, remove our heads easily. So they were having that anyway. And they came. And the first sister, she was the first one to see. And she just said, Jesus! And threw her hand back. Then I turned and I saw, by then they were already near us, and they came. And you know, you know how robbers are, you know, that look they give. But what I just wanted to just thank the Lord and say that, you know, because of God the Holy Spirit, who was in us, all the sisters, including myself, none of them panicked. That was the beautiful part. You know women, myself being a woman, the first thing that we know how to do is, <laughs> but we did not do that. We did not panic, but I believe it was God, the Holy Spirit in us. There was fear. But the moment we saw them, you know, and the way they came in with the big, big parangs, who won't be scared? Even men will be scared because they had the weapons. You know, one chop is enough. And we had, I mean, we've been reading cases at that time. You know, so-and-so was murdered and chopped and all that. But I just want to thank the Lord that, you know, when they came and when they, you know, and, I mean, approached us, of course, they took all the handbags and all that. And uh, the last handbag, which was mine, I was using a sling bag. 
And that was going from there to there like that. I didn't know. <laughs> and the robber said, you know, your handbag. But what he did, there were two guys with knives, very long, long knives. So one knife was against uh, Sister Patima. She's, I think, here. And she's the, uh, our good shepherd, treasurer's wife. Okay, so one knife was there, and the other knife was on me. Only two of us, you know, where they put the knife, right here. Now, at any time, they could have just, you know, but God, the Holy Spirit, who was in us, protected us and protected all the sisters. As I said, none of the sisters shouted. They were all so brave. They were Goliaths. We were the giants. And, but very fast. And, and, and when the guys came to us, uh, uh, we saw this, you know. No doubt, you know, they were like, you know, threatening us and all that. But when they were holding the knife, shaking. Oh, we were very happy to see that. <laughs> and, but the main thing is, we thank God that, you know, his protection was there. Of course, uh, mine was a sling bag. I had a chain, but my chain did not go off. Just the sling bag. He just cut it off. And all the sisters there, you know, we just went into tongues. We just prayed. We just prayed. So at the same time, we could see that they had fear, not us. Earlier, we had fear because we saw the weapons. But when after they came, and one brave sister, Victoria, wow, you should have seen her that time. One of the robbers was trying to remove the chain from the mother's neck. And she said, wait. <laughs> she was so cool. She could rebuke the guy and say, wait, I will take it out. <laughs> but the chain never entered the robber's hand. Somehow it dropped down. So, I mean, none of the sisters lost any of their gold. Only just their handbags. And my handbag, I was also not bothered. It was only makeup inside. <laughs> so no problem. So I just want to tell you that God, the Holy Spirit, who was in us, he was there with us. Hallelujah. So with a billion thanks to Jesus, we want to thank Jesus for protecting us. You know, and in a billion years, we will never forget this. Amen. Hallelujah. Shall we give a clap for Jesus? Remember, God, the Holy Spirit is real. Though you cannot see Him, you can, if you believe. If you believe, all things are possible if you believe. That is why, till today, we can stand safely and say, there's always victory in the name of Jesus because God, the Holy Spirit, is real. He is real. Amen? Sicknesses can come. Thieves can come. Situations can come. Problems can come. Nothing. Nothing will shake you. Remember this, God is real. Jesus is real. God, the Holy Spirit. And God, the Holy Spirit, is. this is the age of God, the Holy Spirit. Because he's not there in heaven now. He's with you and me. God, the Holy Spirit, is with you and with me. You'll be the greatest loser if you do not recognize him. 
If you recognize him today, even today itself you can see a great change in your life. Because what I'm sharing you about God, the Holy Spirit, only a fraction. There are more things about what he'll do in our lives. More things. If he's with you, you know, there was a sister in another church. We were going to Saraman. We were in, uh, doing some work in Saraman. This lady was telling that early morning she used to always go for a jog with her friends. But God, the Holy Spirit, one day spoke to her and said, return home, go home, go home. You know why? The, the child was playing with fire, is it? The child was playing with fire and she did almost uh, to burn the house down. Matches. So you see here, that is how God the Holy Spirit works. So only when you recognize Him. If you do not recognize Him, you cannot receive anything from Him. You must be able to recognize Him and say, yes, I believe in you. Yes, I believe in you. And when you see that, you will see transformation taking place in your life. Your sickness will, will tremble and flee in the name of Jesus. The fear which comes to you from outside source, from any man, from any person, also will not come near you because he is with you. Let us all stand. Musicians, can you? I want you all to now think of God the Holy Spirit as we go into the song. I want you all to know that there is no one else like him. There is no one else like him. There is no one else like him. Believe he is here with us. Even now as you believe and as you worship, miracles can take place. You are in a problem, God can help you. You are in sickness, you can be healed. If you think that evil spirits are bothering you, they will flee in the name of Jesus. They will never be here. They will never bother you anymore. If you are worried about your income, He can help you. He is a helper God. He is God our helper.
There's a beautiful anointing here. Just receive the anointing. There's a beautiful anointing here. Hallelujah. The God of love is filling this place. If you are led to speak in tongues, you may do so. Hallelujah. Jesus. 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 boldness Lord give us boldness Lord to be able to stand in our daily life we are your children you have given us God the Holy Spirit we want to unlock the activities oh Lord, yes oh Lord we want to unlock oh Lord the demonstration oh Lord Yes, Lord, of power in our lives, Lord. We want to unlock, Lord. We want God, the Holy Spirit, to move in our lives, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. 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 We thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. 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 Even now, Lord, we pray, Father, all whatever, whatever problems we are facing right now, Lord, whatever fear is there in the hearts of your children today, we pray for boldness to stand against that fear right now in the name of Jesus. We cast out the fear in the name of Jesus by the empowering of the Holy Spirit, the Lord. By the empowering of the Holy Spirit, the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Right now in Jesus' name. Right now in Jesus' name. As you stand, tell the Lord what you are afraid of. Tell the Lord what is your problem because God is moving in a very mighty way in this place. Hallelujah. Tell him, open your mouth and tell him. You can talk to him softly, yes. Nobody will be listening to you. Just tell him, tell him that.
is our God. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Just receive. Just receive wherever you are. Just receive. The peace of Jesus is falling upon this place. The joy of the Lord is falling upon this place. There's a beautiful anointing. Beautiful anointing. Beautiful anointing in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Fears are removed in the name of Jesus. Fears are removed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Spirits of fear, get out in Jesus' name. The peace of Jesus Christ is filling every heart here today. Just receive, just receive. The peace of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. With the peace comes the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That's a beautiful anointing. God, the Holy Spirit is filling you right now. He's touching your heart right now. He's filling your body right now. Just receive Him. Just receive Him. Because you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. for today we want to thank you for your Holy Spirit oh Lord we want to thank you for the miracles oh Lord thank you for the power oh Lord thank you for peace and joy oh Lord thank you for life itself oh Lord thank you Heavenly Father I want to thank you for your word we pray that your word which we receive today will be confirmed with signs and wonders in our life, O oh Lord. Because your word is powerful. And we ask of you to confirm it, O oh Lord, every day in our life, O oh Lord. That we will be children of peace, joy, and boldness. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We continue to commit every one of us into your hands. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated.